Our scripture reading this morning is from the Gospel of Matthew, the 21st chapter. It is Matthew's account of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Would you stand as you're able for the hearing of God's holy word? When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If, if anyone says anything to you, just say this. The Lord needs them. And he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the fold of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowd that went ahead of him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heavens! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. As I was enjoying Palm Sunday so much, nine o'clock service and again at this hour, uh, I thought of my brother's church or the church my brother goes to in Little Rock for years and years on Palm Sunday, they would go rent a donkey and have it come down the center aisle of the church. And he would always say, why don't you do that? And I would say, why don't you mind your own business? I, I don't. <laughs> I do. The donkey's a big part of Palm Sunday, but I don't think it's the heart of Palm Sunday. The heart of Palm Sunday is selflessness and the way that love wins through selflessness. Selflessness is tricky, isn't it? To be selfless, it's kind of like being humble. The minute you're humble, you want to talk about it, and then you're not humble anymore, right? To be selfless, our selfless acts can so easily become something quite different when it becomes about us and about something we need from it. I think selfless is one of those labels we don't get to put on our own lives. Somebody else has to be able to feel that about us. Palm Sunday is a celebration of Jesus' selflessness 
as he comes to Jerusalem, knowing full well what's going to happen to him, knowing full well what lies ahead. And yet, because of his selfless love for us, he still comes. That's what Palm Sunday is about. One of the very popular, famous uh, rabbis of Jesus' time was named Hillel. And Rabbi Hillel was known for two statements. And they fit this day very well. If I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am for myself only, who am I? That wise, great teacher of the law understood the challenge we have of finding that balance between those things. To care for ourselves is part of a healthy life. But to be fully human, to live the life God created us to live, we can't live just for ourselves. Jesus' version of that is that we're supposed to to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, And all of us know that sometimes that's hard to do. As a pastor, you have the privilege of getting glimpses of selflessness often. My mentor pastor used to say he loved to go out, get out of the office and go out in the community because he would see the footprints of the congregation everywhere he went. People doing selfless things for others. In recent months, I've seen selflessness as I have watched spouses care so lovingly for the one they love who is transitioning from this life to the next. Pure selflessness. I've seen selflessness in members of the congregation who come and say, I want to do something and help this person out, but I don't want anybody to know who it is. I just want to know they're blessed. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that powerful? We see that. We experience that. It happens around us from time to time. And we are at our very best as human beings when we have those moments of selflessness. John Wesley, the leader of the movement called Methodism, had a very fancy, imposing term for that, called it perfection. Perfection were those moments, John Wesley said, where in that moment we acted out of nothing but love of God and love of neighbor. Pure, selfless love. Selfless moments are powerful moments, not just for the people on the receiving end, but for the people who are being selfless. Why? Because it's in those moments that we most fully live into the life of Jesus. It's when we are most fully like him. And today we realize that this long journey we have shared over six weeks, this journey that began in the wilderness six weeks ago, is coming to an end. 
We have seen Jesus resist temptation. We've seen Jesus call the disciples. We've seen Jesus teach and preach about the kingdom of God in powerful ways, the likes of which no one had ever heard before. We have been amazed at Jesus' miracles. And now he comes to Jerusalem. And this is the beginning of the last day of his life. If you've been following along and reading the Gospel of Luke, as so many of you have during this season of Lent, you've probably realized that as Jesus comes to the gates of Jerusalem, knowing it's the last week of his life, knowing what's going to happen to him, he's the only one that does. (laughs) Nobody else gets it. No one else sees it. He's tried to tell the disciples time after time after time, but bless their hearts, they are clueless when he rides through the gates. I find that comforting. Do you? The crowd, they're cheering him and welcoming him as a king that's going to release them from the oppression of Rome. They have no idea that Jesus won't last the week. The religious leaders, they just hate him. And they just want him to shut up and go away. Jesus is the only one who knows what this day means and the only one who knows what lies ahead. He knows all of this and still he comes. He still comes, selfless love riding in on a donkey, knowing what he's going to get out of it, is betrayed and arrested and beaten and crucified. But still he comes. Knowing those closest to him will deny him. Knowing that those he trusts the most would abandon him at his darkest hour. But still he comes. Selfless love. Riding in on a donkey. Love wins through selfless love. Because when Jesus rides through these gates on Palm Sunday to selflessly give his life. Jesus takes away the sin of the world. And that means your sin and my sin. Love wins through selflessness because Jesus is willing to lay down his life so that we might know how much God loves us. That's why after the dour days of Lent, this is a day of celebration with kids and palms and exciting music and everything. Why? Because Jesus still comes. Jesus is still coming to us. Selfless love. Why wouldn't we open our hearts to that love? Why wouldn't we embrace that with all that we are and all that we have? This is a day of celebration. 
Because Jesus still comes to us. Selfless love. Riding on a donkey. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.